Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. About uh oh, another gooey morning mess. Who needs that stress? If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. I said, hotel. Motel, Holiday Inn. If your girl starts acting up, <laughs> then you take her friend. So rock it out, baby Baba, to the bang bang boogie. Say, up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie, the beat. I showed people that I understand how to make perfect. You know, dark fantasy could be considered to be perfect. You know, I say I know how to make perfect, but that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to crack the pavement and make new grounds. You know, sonically and in society, culturally. He is a narcissistic, power mad Satanist in my view. Sign up for this four letter Hindu philosophy. The Onion had an Ali like champion of it boast, "I am the serenest." And now that makes no sense. That makes no sense. That makes no sense! Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Monday morning, the 17th of September. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of the monkey. Come on now. What's happening? How are you, man? I'm good. Welcome like back. Smattering. That was a smattering. <laughs> a week, I was, hope, I was hoping to, if that's such a thing. I was hoping to lead a charge there. No, getting that started, but everybody's like, yeah, I guess he's back. So. <laughs> All right, I guess. <laughs> How uh, how was everybody's weekend? Good. Our weekend was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was yours? You're mocking already. Well, I mean, yeah. We're one minute into the show. Yeah. Mocking what? Oh. Do you know something about his weekend? Oh, that was no. Bad? Oh, okay. No, just no, mocking his, his inflection. Oh, I got you. Um, uh, I, I was fine, but I w- wanted to talk about, uh, Kevin, you went to a Rams game. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, cup- went to a, I went to a Cardinals game. Right, <laughs> it's just they didn't play at all. Oh, okay, right. they so didn't show up. Turned out to be all Rams. Ah. Were they were they technically on the field? A lot of the time, yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. I mean, there were zero points. If you're looking for points, that was a, a bad day to go. Okay, that is very rare. <laughs> Unless you're a Rams fan, in which case they scored what five hundred and twenty-two. I think it was a I crazy think that's score. Right. It was insane. Yeah, it is very rare to see any team, even the Browns, score right. Right? I mean, it's it's hard to not at least get in field goal range once. And by the way, Arizona wasn't even close. It's not like they got in range even and then missed a field goal. Really? Right. They were in their own half, I think, the whole game. Oh, my. Oh, man. How is that experience? I know everybody is uh, very excited and waiting for the new uh, stadium to open. But how is it going to see a Rams game at the Coliseum? Uh, it's okay. 
okay. I mean, there's a, of course, there's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of construction on the Coliseum right now. Mm-hmm. Giant cranes everywhere and stuff. But uh, it's it was fine. It was hot. Whew. Was it? Boys, that sun. Whew, sitting right in it. <laughs> yeah. Trying to cover my body with everything I could find. <laughs> hot dog wrapper, put it on my kneecap because it's going to be burned. <laughs> like a hot dog wrapper is you know, kind of foily. It was a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> Pe- people, uh, people show up for the Rams today? Uh, yeah, I would say it was. How much does that place hold? Close to 100. Before 100? Yeah, I would say Isn't it? probably 65. That's a lot. That's that's plenty. I think. I mean, I'm you're, just guessing. But you're making money on that. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, it was an interesting day in uh, football, and I know we're going to talk to Andrew Siciliano about this later. It's always, you know, it's always good when the Rams win and the Chargers win. But the Chargers game had a thing happen that no one that I saw on TV last night has ever seen happen in an NFL game before. And uh, this will be interesting, even if you don't follow football. A player who plays for the Buffalo Bills, cornerback Vontae Davis retired at halftime. It, this wasn't planned ahead of time. It wasn't like that was the the idea going in. He just went into the locker room at halftime, changed into his street clothes, got in his car, and walked, and, dr- just, and just drove away. Maybe before they even started playing the second half. He was nowhere to be found. He was not in the locker room. He was not on the sidelines. He was not in the stands. He had left the stadium. I was thinking about this. I don't think I don't remember very often even people quitting after a game retiring. It's usually between seasons. Unless they're injured. Unless they're injured. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless they're injured, yeah. Um, No one has seen anything like this before. Uh, Lorenzo Alexander, one of his teammates, who's a linebacker, was interviewed at a post-game and said this. Have you seen anything like that in your NFL Never have seen it ever. Pop Warner, high school, college, pros, never heard of it, never seen it. And it's just completely disrespectful when, to uh, his teammates. Did he say anything to you? Did, did, did he say anybody did? He didn't say nothing to nobody. How about that, by the way? How about not even one guy on the team did he say, hey, dude, I'm I'm taking off? Like, he didn't even give them a heads up. They just had to notice he was gone, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, they get and, on the field and they go, where's our quarterback? This makes no sense. He's not the quarterback, is Corner, he? Corner, cornerback. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, that's bad. <laughs> no. um, yeah, it, the whole thing is very odd. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I don't... Uh, Use okay. your words. It's, it's just, it's weird that nobody knew anything. Like, he says in his little thing, it was a decision out there on the field. This is when I made it. But wouldn't he have had some conversation with someone in the front office, a coach, someone you saying... You would think. That's why this is so weird. Is yeah. That he would should at least fill in the coaches that they're not going to have a cornerback when they get out there on yeah. defense. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, by the way, just so you know, retire. <laughs> yeah. And out. is there like a checkoff as people are running out? They're like, okay, so. <laughs> cornerbacks here, tight ends here. How did they find out? How soon? I don't um, know. Little more of the interview with the player who didn't find out until they were already back on the field for the second half. Left. Yeah, you know as much as I know. I know I found out going in the second half of the game. Uh, coming out, said they said he's not coming out. He retired. Hmm. So what? Yep, that's it. So who said um, that? Who said what? Who said he's Sean said guys on the side, yeah, sideline. I mean, guys heard about it and said that he wasn't coming back out. So he said in his uh, his farewell letter that it was a statement that was issued later in the day. He said he'd been playing for 10 years. He's been doing what he loves, what he's been programmed to do since he was uh, 
you know, a little kid, basically. And he said, but today on the field, reality hit me fast and hard. I shouldn't be out there anymore. Now, I didn't watch this game, but I also haven't heard anything about there being like a big hit on him or something like that or something bad happened or he screwed up. He had a couple of tackles in that first half. So it doesn't sound like he was having a bad game and just said, oh, man, I just can't play at this level anymore. It must have been a mental thing. Had to have been. I would think. Yeah. Which I can respect, by the way. Uh, I meant no disrespect to my teammates and coaches, but I hold myself to a standard mentally. I always expect myself to play at a high level, but physically I know today that isn't possible, and I had an honest moment with myself. While I was on the field, I just didn't feel right, and I told the coaches I'm not feeling like myself. So at least he did say something to somebody, right? But that's a far cry from I'm also getting in my car and driving away. Yeah, that's I mean, the retiring part. Taking is the yourself crazy out, part. Taking yourself out of the game, okay, I can see if there's something mm-hmm. wrong or there's something People wrong. People do that all the time. Right. Right. But to retire even after a game, if you're healthy, is odd. But this half time. A, this was an overwhelming decision, but I'm at peace with myself and my family. I'm going to be grateful for God, blah, 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 blah. He, by the way, in case you are uh, curious, he just signed a one-year deal in February with a, a two-and-a-quarter million-dollar base salary and a one-and-a-half million-dollar signing bonus. And here we are in the second week of the season. Like, what's going to happen to that? They gave him a one and a half million dollar signing bonus recently. Can they ask so for that back? I I, I, I can't imagine it, right? they. I can't imagine they can't. I mean, isn't huh. that a isn't that signing bonus part of the agreement to play for the season? I'm sure it's there's wording in it. But what if the wording was? He at least has to play one game. <laughs> one and a one half. And a half yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't play last week, by the way. He was a healthy scratch last week. Huh. So this was his first game of the season. The only way I'd respect this is if he was running out, he just threw a dildo into the stands. <laughs> like they do at Bill's games. Like, here, you guys, for you. Love it. Well, maybe Andrew Siciliano will know something more about it later, but it is a crazy story. You just don't see that. You know, like you heard the player say it, and, you know, he's never heard about it at any level of football. Yeah. But uh, bizarre, right? How often does something happen in an NFL game where you go, never in my life have I seen that? Never seen it. Yeah. (laughs) My entire life. Well, we certainly have ties every week now. I'll tell you that. It's happened two weeks in a row. Not something many of us are excited about. All right. Let's talk about this morning's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Why did Kevin poop his own pants? Yes! yes. <laughs> Thank you, American Vandal 2, for those drops. That's great. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Kevin Kevin is one of the main characters mm-hmm. in American Vandal Season 2. We had the uh, creators on and producers on uh, Friday's show, and we thanked them profusely mm. for making a ke- putting a Kevin in the show so we could have magic like this. Why did Kevin poop his own pants. I mean, come on! But why can't... Look, they, they have characters of Kevin's right. and other things. Why can't one Kevin be responsible? Uh, he wasn't a dumb Kevin. He just pooped his own pants. I mean... But he was kind of shady, though, Allie. He was, but... Watch the show. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, get right to it. <laughs> uh, Andrew Siciliano, we uh, mentioned we're going to talk to you about the NFL Week number 2 recap. Apparently, Omar joined the Zero Club. Yeah, he says he has quite a story. Uh, we have great news because mm-hmm. it's Mondays. Uh, we have Adult Swim Festival tickets for you coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. That's an unbelievable lineup, by the way. People are going to go crazy for these tickets, and they're quite uh, quite pricey. So Allie's going to be giving some away. Yeah. That's coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, and Bean makes us guess as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening now. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. Allie. Bean. 
I feel like a whole weekend has gone by. You need to fill us in on what we missed with what's happening. Well, let's start with the box office. Shane Black's reboot, The Predator, led a very ho-hum weekend at the box office with $24 million, enough to win but coming in way behind expectations. The Nun took the second spot with $18.2 million. Coming in third was Paul Feig's comedy thriller, A Simple Favor. That was a real bright spot of the weekend because it beat expectations with 16.1 million. Good for Paul. Yeah. And then... Kevin, we had him on now while you were out. I love him so much. He's wonderful. Yeah. And I hear really good things about this film, too. Absolutely. And then we're not sure what was fourth and fifth. Uh, Tallies won't be in until a little bit later, but it's between Crazy Rich Asians and White Boy Rick. Very racial, right? Right. White Boy Rick and Crazy Rich Asians. So we will find (laughs) that out in a bit, but... Did you see anything going on last night with uh, an Emmys party? Well, I mean, I, I read a little bit about it. I'm hoping there's tape. I, I, this is just insane. So, Somebody better have this on, on their iPhone. So Tom Arnold tweets, Mark Burnett just went ape-s and choked me at this huge Emmy party. Then he ran away with his torn pink shirt and missing gold chain. I'm waiting for the LAPD. And people were like, okay, is this just Tom That's Arnold being did. Tom Arnold? I just yeah. thought, oh, Tom's just being a weirdo. Absolutely. I but, Kevin, that- you know you know the backstory of these two right now. I you don't know what really. they're at loggerheads about. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure Allie will fill you in. Well, I'll fill you in before, okay. so now you'll see where this is all coming from. But Tom Arnold is going to be debuting his upcoming show on Vice, The Hunt for the Trump Tapes. He says that when he was on The Apprentice, that Trump said the N-word, the R-word, he was just this horrible human being, and Mark Burnett has been covering for him this whole time. And then stories came out that Mark Burnett's company got a ton of money from Russians right at this strange time. Like, the whole thing is shady and weird. But you just don't really know who to believe when it's Tom Arnold. Yeah, true. Tom, <laughs> he's shaky. Tom has some some past issues, and he's a bit shaky. But well, that's what that's what happened with Omarosa wrote a book. Is we're like, look, it could be one hundred percent true, but you're Omarosa, so we right. automatically have to discount anything that comes out of your mouth. Right. So he tweets that, and then Roma Downey, who's Mark Burnett's wife, tweets. Got this bruise tonight when Tom Arnold tried to ambush my husband, Mark, and me at a charity event. Is your TV show worth it, Tom? Please stop. Wow. Yeah. Very different stories right there. Uh, Well, very different. And then Tom Arnold quote tweeted that and wrote, Bull S, you lie. Your crazy husband attacked me, you psycho. I'm filing police report and suing you for defamation. Whoa. So apparently the police did get involved, but I was thinking th- none of this is making sense until I saw Allison Hannigan tweet. And Allison Hannigan is not going to lie. She wrote, <laughs> walked into party behind Tom Arnold and saw him and Burnett get into a fight. Thought it was a joke until security jumped in. Hashtag why I stay home. <laughs> no hashtag why you go out that's a party <laughs> very different very different views Allison Hannigan and Kevin but yeah no idea what is uh, going to hmm. become of this but I don't know if would there be cameras at an Emmys party that could see it from the beginning instead of people just whipping out their camera I would guess so I don't know. I don't know that they would actually have, you know, security cameras in that room. Right. Hmm. So I, we may never know. Um, I'm torn as to, I kind of feel like Mark Burnett has the right to not release those tapes if he doesn't want to. I kind of feel like that's his call or the network's call. As much as people would like to hear them, 
I don't feel like we are due or owed them. What do you guys think? Well, can we just be honest with each other? Does hearing him say the N-word or calling someone retarded, would that change anyone's mind about Trump? People that hate him are just going to go, obviously he said it. Mm -hmm. People that love him are just going to go, those just words, and he says what we think. Like, it's it's insane that anyone thinks this is going to matter. Yeah, true. I, I know. But there is some power, especially in hearing a white man use the N-word. I think, it, I think that would turn some, maybe a small percentage of people mm. off. Who are his willing to, his who base? Are, who are willing to s- suspend their disbelief that he never did it. You know what I mean? But at I mean, this point... I know. Don't you assume that's true? I mean, there are multiple people in the Woodward book <laughs> who who say he used the you know the R word a lot too. So he's that's... on tape on the Howard Stern show calling people retards. Right. It's right. it's it, people have heard it. Yeah. But people still say it didn't happen. So you could have. Remember when he said I could go onto the street and shoot someone in the face? Sure. Right. It's true with that's his true. base. Yeah. His base is just. Whew. I mean, I guess. Just to get back to my, my point, what do you guys think? Do you think Mark Burnett has an obligation to release those tapes or no? I mean, he is the president of the United States and it did, you know. Mark it, it Burnett is the president yeah, of the United States? a lot of people States? don't know that. No, what? no, the tape, the tape that he has is on <laughs> oh. the president. But I feel like it's their, it's their choice to not, to not release it, even though it is about the president. But why would he not release it is my question. What would you be protecting by not releasing it. Well, I don't know the answer to that unless he is maybe he is. I mean, he's a very conservative person. Maybe he is just a, you know, a supporter of the president and doesn't want to inflict any damage on. Him. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, or I maybe he got a bunch it. of bunch of money from Russia. Maybe one of those two. <laughs> <laughs> one of those two things. <laughs> it's a weird it's a weird you rarely see name brand people get into a fist fight at a at an Emmys party. That's Not enough for, sure. for my liking. I just need more info on him saying that he tore his pink shirt and is missing a gold chain. He's yes. wearing gold chains? I mean, that's that's the real crime here. That, sh- that should be the headline. <laughs> and then immediately when I saw Roma Downey tweet a picture of a bruise, I'm like, oh, touched by Tom Arnold. This is the worst oh, spinoff ever. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Um... I'll have more coming up, including birthdays. That's what's happening. All right. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time for Bean Makes Us Guess. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just want to tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for Bean Makes Us Guess. Yes. I keep asking. Noted. 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 Asked, asked and answered. Mugs, the uh, birthday boy. How was your weekend, sir? It was. Uh, it was very uh, not anticipate uh, what I anticipated. I was sick the whole entire weekend. Oh, so good times. I, I went out to dinner on Friday night. Didn't taste any of my awesome meal. Spread mm-hmm. your disease to everyone else at the table. <laughs> Gave it to my mom and my dad. Excellent. Yep, they, they're both <laughs> sick now. So good. it was a good time. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but I didn't, didn't really care. All right. Here's the, um, here's the topic today. And I think this is going to be very controversial, but again, as I always say, do not shoot the messenger. This is a, are you picking another bogus list? No, it's a good list. I think it's a good list. You will disagree with it, but I think it's a good list. I mean, reasonable people can disagree on this list. It's from paste magazine, which is a very legitimate pop culture website. And they have compiled a list just came out last week of the greatest science fiction television shows 
of all time. Oh. The greatest sci-fi TV shows of all time. There are several that are still on the air here on this list. Many, of course, are no longer on the air. But I think this is going to be a very interesting list and cause a lot of people to argue. So, Kevin, you get to go first like you do. What's uh, what's your show? Uh, mine is Lost in Space. Lost in Space is not in Because it t- came back and then, okay. It is not in the... I have the top 50 printed out here, by the way. (laughs) Lost in Space is not in the top 50, but that was a very good guess. Uh, Miss Helen McKay. Twilight Zone. Yeah, the Twilight Zone is number four on the list. Oh. It's on for five years, 1959 to 1964. Number four. Well done. Beer Mug. Gotta go X-Files. X-Files is number five on the list. Yes. Two points. Fringe. I knew you were going to say fridge. It's number 32. So Son of a bitch. I, and I know what your next guess is going to be, too, because I know what you like. But fridge, I mean, it's on the list of all time. Number 32, Allie. So are we giving points for top 30? What are we doing? I usually don't we think do, so. I think usually it's we do top 10. Yeah, usually we do top mention. 10. Okay. Yeah. Um, is Heroes considered sci-fi? It is, but it is not on the list. Okay. It's a good guess, though. Would Lost be considered sci-fi? Number seven, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Number four, number five, and number seven. All right, we're doing the greatest sci-fi shows of all time. Kevin, you're up. All right, that show that I like on Friday nights Mm -hmm. has Clark Gregg in it. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. That one. What's it called, Kevin? That show. The show that has Clark Gregg in it on Friday nights. With Belinda. Yes. The love affair. Yeah. That's what you're calling mm-hmm. it? I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is what Chip just wrote down for me. <laughs> uh, so that, I'll take that. that is on the list. It is number 34. Yes, I'm sure. nailing the early 30s. Yeah, you're good at <laughs> your 30s. You are. <laughs> Kevin Zone. Uh, Allie McKay, you're up. My favorite Martian. <laughs> Look, Kevin's supposed to give the comedy answers. What's going on here? I, I don't, I don't watch sci-fi, yeah, so... When you hear them, though, you will be slapping your forehead for every one of them going, of course. All right, Bugs. I'm going to go back a little bit. Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap is a good guess, by the way. It is uh, not in the top ten. It is on the list. I'm not seeing it, but it's it's definitely on there. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone say Star Trek? No. No. Nobody said Star Trek. But uh, Star Trek is on the list at number six, There's ladies Kevin. and gentlemen. Come on. Now. Mm, number six. So that's a four, five, six, and seven, by the way. Well done. And Alice. the early 30s. <laughs> and the early 30s, right. Did anyone say Star Trek The Next Generation? That is number two on the list, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I was kidding. Number two. <laughs> Muggs, was yours Quantum Leap? Is that what you said last night? Yeah. Yeah, that was 15. 15 on the list. So 15. not a bad guess. Okay. All right, you're, you're up now. Did anybody say Star Trek Deep Space Nine? That is number 12 on the list. Right. <laughs> Whoever wrote this list, uh, Josh Jackson is his name. He sure loves Star Trek, doesn't he? Number 12. All right, let's go around one more time. Um, Doctor Who. I think Muggs oh. might be. I think Muggs might be winning this game. Yeah, but we're not keeping score. We're tied. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh, you're tied. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doctor Who is on the list, and it is number three. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all tied. Number three. Okay. Wow! Look at this. Chip, Ellie, and Muggs tied. This is <laughs> great. Chip. <laughs> all right, Alice, you have a chance to uh, to maybe go ahead and maybe even win the game here with uh, this. No, case. I don't, because I two have been joke answers, and they were both on there. Um, <laughs> Futurama. There's a robot, right? Uh, Futurama is number 13 on the list. Number 13. That is ridiculous. Ah, 
All right, Muggs, you want to win the game? Yeah, let's do this. Uh, well, I don't know if this is going to do this, but th- I love this show. With uh, Hollywood legend Jerry O'Connell, and that was Sliders. What? Uh, no, there's no... Uh, yeah, sliders? No. Chip sliders. remember Sliders. There's no Great Sliders. Great science fiction show. Just burger show. Oh. Yeah. All right, so what's the final score here, Allie? Uh, Kevin 2, Muggs 2, Allie 2. Should we do it one we more need time? A time just, all right. Should we do it okay. one more time? Okay. Just sure. one more. All right, then we're out of time. All right, Battle, Kevin? Battlestar Galactica. That is a fantastic guest, and in fact, it is number one. Wow! Right. Number one. The guy who wrote this list is clearly the biggest nerd of all time. Well, it's well, a sci-fi what? TV <laughs> list. What do you expect? Star Trek and Beth. No sliders on there? Come on! By the way, got great, sliders great go. pull, Kevin. Well done. Great pull, Chip. Well done. Star Galactica. <laughs> all right, Allie, can you uh, keep it a tie? Uh, my favorite robot. <laughs> She's lost all interest. <laughs> Is there a show called My Favorite Robot? I don't robot? know. There's My Favorite Martian. Then I thought maybe someone had a favorite. Oh! oh! You're just making stuff up. No. Yes. Small wonder. Small wonder. Well, you, A, you've already guessed, but B, no. Okay. All right, Muggs, uh, your final guess, please. Small wonder. Well, that's what Allie just said. Small film. Oh, you just said small wonder? I did one second prior to you one saying second it. One second ago. I'm sorry. Right. Am I? I'm sorry. Who won? Uh, who won? I'm sorry. Uh, I believe Kevin won, yes, by the Kevin way. Yes, Kevin did, as a matter of fact. Thank you. Kevin, the other one that I thought you were going to say was uh, Fringe, which was at number 32 on the list, because I know you love that show. Kevin did say Fringe. Fringe. Are we going into some sort of, like, alternate reality right now? All right. Then the other one I thought you were going to say was Legion, which was number 16. Oh, Legion, of course. I love that show. Here's your uh, top 15. Quantum Leap, Agent Carter, which is a surprise to me. Uh, Futurama, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, The Prisoner from back in the 1960s. Number 10, Rick and Morty. Oh, of course. Number nine, Allie, Stranger Mother Effing Things. Number eight, Mm. Firefly, which I think is a show we would all agree with, by the way. Sure. Then Lost, I think we had, Star Trek Original Series, X-Files, number five. Twilight Zone number four, Doctor Who, Star Trek Next Generation, and Battlestar Galactica. So that was a pretty good game, you guys. Not bad. I think you did really, really well. This has been Bean Makes Us Guess. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. It is Monday. That means it's time for Great News. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News! I thought we'd discuss Allie going first. We did. We're all just sitting here looking at her. One of you says, here's what we do every Monday. Every Monday we give you great news. Here's Allie. (laughs) You know, you can do that too. What's she looking for, Bean? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. We have to start doing things okay. that okay. just make right. us look like we've got our act together okay. here because we're all looking just really, really, really sloppy. That's our bad. Yeah. That guy's right. It's, that's my bad. I just I just <laughs> thought one of you would say this is what we do every Monday. There's such bad news, but this is great news, and we hope to lift your spirits just a smidge. And now here's Allie with... <laughs> Great news. Uh, Well, it's only September. We're a ways away from, you know, winter and Christmas, Mm -hmm. but not so in one Ohio neighborhood because they have already decorated for Christmas. Several homes in this neighborhood already have Christmas lights up, wreaths on the door, but it's all for a very good reason. More than one house? 
Yes. Wow. This is all to bring holiday cheer <laughs> to a two-year-old yes. little boy named Brody Allen. He has a rare type of brain cancer and may just have weeks to live. Oh, man. Yeah. We were all having a good holiday know, time here, Allie. He was diagnosed with cancer in May of this year. They thought he had an inner ear infection. Turned out, we could stop the music. Um, I, that's not, not no, going to. Less than that. Yeah. Um, it turns out he had a tumor and the chemo isn't, again, the chemo isn't helping. It's a really sad situation. I hate that you're laughing so hard. I hate that Bean is doing that with the music. music. And I just. I'm also laughing because I chose this story and then I said, well, you know what? Too sad. <laughs> not gonna do it. So wait, I feel like we're off track. So the little okay. kid is super sick, and they're decorated for Christmas. Yes. Why? Here's the reason why. Uh, when Brody's chemo treatment journey ended, they made a promise to make each day a little bit better than the next, and they won't do anything that they could to bring him as much joy and happiness please, as they could. Stop playing because that. he only had a short time left, and he loves. Christmas. That was one of his favorite things. God damn it. That's a nice story. Okay, so they decorated for Christmas. This is like, hey, I'm not going to be alive for the Star Wars movie. Show it to me early. It's one of those deals. Sure, sure. So the family had an idea to celebrate Christmas early. They put it out on Facebook, and people started stopping by with decorations. Oh, that's awesome. They decorated the house for him. They have a tree. A guy named Ryan, who does the um, Cincinnati Christmas lights, just keeps showing up with a bunch more stuff. But now the whole neighborhood has joined in as well. So there are houses upon houses that are all decorated. And his mom says that every day he wakes up, he has Christmas lights outside, the tree inside, and he wakes up so happy, he's just ecstatic. So here's the, here's the quote that I thought was just lovely. I think Christmas is more than just lights. It's a feeling. And for everybody, the Christmas spirit kind of came early this year, and it's spreading to everybody, even our neighbors. So they're making the best of a horrible situation and trying to make every last minute of this little guy's life better. And I hate both of you that's, so much. It's a sweet story, but this music is driving me crazy. <laughs> my great news. <laughs> uh, mine is high school custodian Carolyn Collins was about to take out the trash one early morning. It was dark, and she heard a loud knock on the cafeteria door. She looked out, and there were two students, a boy and a girl, who were looking at her nervously. They said, can we please? Nope. Does that have anything to do with Christmas? We love Christmas. Can we please come in, (laughs) ask the boy, even though school didn't start for a couple of hours. They lived with their mom in their car, and she dropped them off early so that they could get ready for school using the shower there and the the bathrooms and stuff. And they were waiting outside, so they knocked on the door and they said, can we come in? Is it all right? She realized they were hungry and that they had all and that they were homeless and that they needed more help than just um, showers. So she right. got them some food and then she went to the principal. And this is what I think is amazing because again, this is a high school custodian. Mm-hmm. They don't get paid a tremendous amount. Right. Mm-hmm. She went to them and she said, "I need a space, a relatively big space where I can keep supplies for homeless children." And oh, then she wow. went to the dollar store and she spent two hundred dollars on socks and toothbrushes and all kinds of different stuff if you're homeless she had clothes there was even a couple of things from prom couple prom dresses in there and this was her closet of kindness she said oh. 
And if somebody needed something, they knew. She said there were about 10 to 15 percent of the kids at any point are homeless at that school. So it's a huge issue. But they didn't have to make a big deal out of it. They would just go whisper to her mm-hmm. and she would take them in. She would open the closet and they could take anything that they wanted and just wow. move on with their lives. What How a sweet woman. is that? Yeah. So sweet. Were the kids living in an SUV or a sedan, does it say? It doesn't uh, give the make and model, Bean. Okay. Because it's just so much roomier in an SUV, I was just wondering. When I tell them I love you and I see the smiles on their faces, that's pure joy, she said. Everybody needs somebody. Seeing that they know that they are loved is my reward. Oh, How I love sweet her. Is she? Well, I hope... There, is there a way to then donate to this kindness closet? I don't see it in the story, but I'll look okay, for it. Yeah. I'll look for that. That's a good idea. I think that would be something that people would be very willing to do. And that's my great news. And we'll close with this story of a young man from Santa Barbara. Yeah, I can't wait to crap on it. He is a uh, high school junior. His name is Rami Zaini. He was walking home from school on Wednesday when he came across a purse in the middle of the road. He opened it to look for identification and found $10,000 in cash. Oh, my. By the way, what kind of a drug runner lost this purse? Who walks around with ten grand right. in cash? He uh, spoke to his parents and then took the purse to the Santa Barbara County Sheriff. What a great example of doing the right thing even when no one is watching, said the Sheriff's Department on Friday night. Deputies were able to contact the woman who owns the purse because, of course, her ID, everything was intact in there. What's the appropriate uh, tip, reward for $10,000 being returned to you intact, by the way? I mean, if you, boy, I would think a decent amount. I would think 10%. You'd give a thousand. I think so because you wouldn't have had the other nine thousand. And ninety-nine out of a hundred people who found your ten grand right. would keep your ten grand, and I wouldn't have any of it. So, how I'd about you, Allie? What do you think the tip is? I'd give it at least five hundred. A hundred dollars is the reward that she gave. Oh. And I know this young man would probably say, "Oh, doing the right thing is what matters." But <laughs> bitch, pay me, right? A <laughs> hundred bucks? No. Sheriff spokesman says that the woman must have forgotten her purse on the roof of her car and drove away. I figured mm. this is the right thing to do, he said, if I take it and find whoever's purse it was. Because if the roles were reversed and I had lost something with a significant sum of money inside, I know that I would want it back for sure, hmm. said Mr. Zaney. So, a very, I think the chances of that happening are pretty darn low with yeah. that kind of money, right? Yeah. Yeah, I hope that it's better than we think, though. I hope more people would have done this. Yeah. Well, anyway, very impressive, this young junior there in Santa Barbara. And that is my great news. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It was fun uh, hearing you try to come up with Elvira's name a few (laughs) minutes ago. You were out on Friday. We did uh, Cheers with Beer Mug, uh-huh. and um, Muggs was talking about how uh, how decriminalization has worked so well in Amsterdam. You know, it's worked well for that country. And I said, Muggs, Amsterdam's not a country. And he's like, I know that. I'm like, what country is it in? He said, Denmark. I said, nope. <laughs> and it went on and on and on like that, and it just got me thinking about what the things that we remember versus the things that we don't remember. And uh, Muggs remembers next to nothing. And, of course, you know, Same. me, I have no memory of most of my entire life. Yeah, I think that's somehow related to your head-on collision at 15. I assume I think so. that probably I think so. had a lot to do with it. So I am not a guy with a great memory, that's for sure. And uh, it is, uh, it's troubling, for sure. But there's a story in the news about Sean McVay, the hunky coach of the Los Angeles Rams, who apparently has a superhuman ability to recall anything he has ever seen on a football field. He says this doesn't translate into, like, remembering all the reporters' names or anything like that. doesn't help him at all in any of his <laughs> other aspects of his life. It's only football. And a lot of it is that, you know, it's his job and he's really good at it. But he says it's just he spends his whole life looking at it and thinking at, about it and replaying those things hmm. in his mind. So somebody can come up and go, hey, uh, that third and five in the third quarter in t- 2012, and he'll know what play you're talking about. What? It's a photographic memory of everything he's ever seen Photographic in memory is cheating when it comes to <laughs> remembering things. That's ridiculous. Um. I mean, I guess for your if if that's your job, though, I mean, what would be better than that? Because every time a situation comes up during the game, you can remember the last 10 times you've done it and yeah, have, a, have a, a good guess. <clears throat> this might be a situation where you might give a, a player a ball to run instead of maybe throwing an interception in the last 30 oh. seconds of a Super Bowl. As an example, <laughs> if, if you had that sort of memory, it seems like it would be very helpful. So we thought it would be fun today, speaking of memory, we thought it would be fun to find out what things you have memorized. I used to know a girl who could uh, uh, knew all the states alphabetically, and she could just rattle it off without even thinking about it. Super helpful. In Mm -hmm. like 10 seconds, she could (laughs) rattle off all the states. There are people who have memorized pi, the mathematical formula, to 100 digits, for instance. So we want to know, what have you memorized at 1-800-520-1067? People, uh, you know, people, Ali, you were suggesting we talked about this off the air. There are people who probably have memorized super long poems or chapters mm-hmm. of books, for instance. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> a whole chapter of a book? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What do you I, do with that? Uh, Hey, you want to hear this hey, chapter? You want to hear again? <laughs> <laughs> I bet there are people who have memorized large chunks of the Bible. 
Wouldn't you imagine? Sure. Yeah, sure. Because they're into it, you know. Mm-hmm. So 1-800-520-1067. If you've memorized the periodic table, whatever it is that you've memorized, we want to hear from you and about your memory. And, Kevin, you were telling us off here that there's actually some stuff that you've memorized, which surprised us. <laughs> no, it didn't surprise you. Um, but this is more useful than, than weird non-sequitur stuff. Mm-hmm. This is, I got so tired of having to go get my wallet to give somebody my credit card number. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and rec- and, and um, remembered, learned three different credit cards, driver's license, um, what else? Social Security. Social Security. Mm-hmm. Like all of that I can tell you, including month and date of expiration, okay. a code, give all that stuff. Give me one of the credit cards. Nope. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, but I can do like three of them and then I have my driver's license and wow. I know that number and I just get tired of having to go look for stuff. So I just sat down one day and I said, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to learn it. Okay. That is super smart. I do that with my primary credit card as well for the exact same reason because you don't want to have to go dig your wallet out when you're just trying to buy something just online. One? Right? You just do one though? I just do one. I don't see the need to, to do more than one. <laughs> well, sometimes they don't work. <laughs> okay, all right. I hadn't factored that in. So, Kevin, this is interesting to me. So those are what, like 15-digit numbers? Yeah. Plus, you've got to remember the little bonus numbers on the side, and yep. you've got to remember the, the expiration date. Okay, why do you have so much trouble with your email passwords then? Oh, like they, six letters. Because they change all the time. Because then I forget, and then I do it again, and I do something that's super memorable, and then Uh one minute later, I can't remember it. All right. So credit card, that's something you can remember once. It stays the same. And not worry Mm -hmm. about it. And I don't have to change it. A couple of years. That's very smart. Yeah. Thank you, Bean. Wow. I don't think you've ever said that to me. (laughs) How about you, Allie? Have uh, have you memorized anything? No. You know, I... I think song lyrics. I know almost every song lyric. You do have I was a crazy a encyclopedia. Yes. Yeah. I know a lot of songs from when Especially I was a kid. Especially rap songs. Yes. But even songs from like when I was a kid that I haven't listened to since I was a kid. You would still be able I to sing. I will hear it and I know all the words and I'm like, why did this stay? And I had a camera guy at uh, Channel 5 when I worked there that would say, you are a bastion of useless knowledge like my (laughs) knowledge that no one should know like things i memorized from tv shows from back in the day right Mm -hmm. not helpful is any of it helpful none of it well although you do like knowing lyrics sure right you can sing along or whatever sing along kevin um let's take one call real quick at 1-800-520-1067 i'm very curious to hear uh by the way i got a text from somebody who can remember all the books of the bible in order which i think is interesting but if that's you please call us let's go to jose south la line four up first on the kevin bean show we're talking about unusual things that you committed to memory for whatever reason what say you sir um i've committed uh the preamble to the constitution Yes. I, I'm trying to think of what other preamble you could be referring sure. to. I mean, that is really the only like, one. Is there another one? I don't know, but you just said the preamble as if as, it's assumed. And you also put a question mark at the end of it. <laughs> um, we would enjoy very much hearing the preamble to the Constitution. Okay. Uh, we the people of the United States of America, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for our common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity. 
They're starting to slur. You all right? <laughs> you really are. He's losing, he's losing oxygen. All right. All right, Jose. Take it easy. You are no founding father. Why Why do you know that? I think it was like a school of rock. Oh, school of rock. Huh? Back in the days. Right. But weren't there and, a lot of those? Do I you work know? in politics now. And oh, I you work in politics. And that helps a little bit. I bet you're a dynamic politician. No, not not yet. Right. Okay. okay. All right. Jose, 2020. Thank you for the call, sir. Appreciate it. 1-800-520-1067. What have you memorized? We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. Let's uh, take one phone call. Let's make it Mike in Anaheim. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. What it do, nephew? Uh, what it do? We're talking about people who remember exceptional things. Sean McVay of the Rams can remember every football play he's ever seen. What have you committed to memory, sir? So I know the alphabet backwards. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to help our previous caller because he sounded like a morning drinker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can uh, I can do the alphabet backwards too, just by thinking about it in my head. You know, as I go, I can't ba- do it either way backwards in the letters. But I certainly have it memorized. Would you mind doing it for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K J I H G F E D C B-A. Oh, you must get laid all the time. Am I right? <laughs> I'm swimming in it. <laughs> Jorge from Orange. I worked in a bank for seven years and memorized my regular customers' account numbers and social security numbers. Oh, no. And since elementary school, I can sing the 50 U.S. states alphabetically. Again, don't know how that's helpful. Hmm. At least the first one is helpful in your job, but we're talking about unusual things that you have memorized at 1-800-520-1067. And by the way, we do have a pie call on line one, but let's get to uh, Janine first, line seven, calling us from Torrance. Janine, thank you for calling. Welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. Hi, I have memorized the movie Young Frankenstein. (laughs) The entire movie? (laughs) Not just quotes? Yeah, no, the whole thing. From beginning uh, to end, if you get me started, I can, I can, you know. Did you sit down and scene. try to make that happen, or is it just the way your brain works? Uh, a little of both. I watched it a lot, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's also kind of the way my brain works a little bit. So, yeah. Now, do do you need to be do you need to be watching the movie in order to kind of mouth along, or is it something you can do like now? Uh, a little of both. I can definitely mouth along with the movie, and it, like I said. What do you need? Well, let's hear, let's hear a ch- let's hear a chunk. Uh, chunk might be well, a huge you know, word. Yeah, that's a different okay, word. Um, you know, there's the part where he's uh, when the monster goes into this. That's the first thing that comes to my head when the monster goes into the blind man's house and he leaves because he burns himself and and he yells, "I want I was going to make espresso," or is that the only little, is that the only movie that you can do that with? Yeah, that's the only movie. Wow, that's strange. Okay. I actually wrote it all down once. I don't know why. I don't know why either. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for the call, Janine. All right. Um, She didn't bring it, by the way. I didn't hear a lot of dial. I heard a line from a movie is all I heard. But I'm still going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Well, I'm just saying. She wrote it down, for God's sake. I was asking for a chunk. Right. All right, let's go to my pie guy, John in L.A., line one. John, why are you um, so excited about this, Bean? Why because does... because this is the type of thing that I want to know why somebody would commit to memory. Because talk about something you will never, ever, ever use. John, why did you memorize pi to so many digits? I was really bored overseas. Okay. 
All right. And, and it's going to take more than bored to get me to memorize that. And explain to our listeners what pi is. Uh, so pi is basically trying to come up with a circumference of a circle. Um, it, it's, it, it goes on for forever. Uh, we don't know the end of it. Um, but I know up to roughly about 35 if I don't mess, up, mess myself up. 35. All right. All right, go. Let's hear it. 3.141599265358973238462643339502288 Oh, you messed up on number 28, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were so close, but thank you for the call. We appreciate it. All right, let's try Matt in Orange line 4 up next on the Kevin Bean show talking about things you've memorized. Matt, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks. What did you memorize? Uh, Memorize all the books of the Bible in order. I had to do it because uh, I'm a teacher, and I assigned 180 kids to memorize the books of the Bible. Hey, let me so. ask you a question, Matt, because this annoys me. Um, the only reason you did it is because you assigned it. What's the point <laughs> no. of assigning that to students? Why do no, they need I, to know them in order? We already, uh, I already knew it as a kid growing up, but uh, I assigned it to him because we're doing a unit on the books of the, or on the Bible. Right. And uh, in religion class, you want to be able to flip to the pages uh, quickly and effectively just so you could start reading the Bible on oh, your own. Oh, I got so, you. So if you say Mark, they know it's the second book in the New right. Testament, they can go right there. Okay, I got you. Right. That actually makes sense. We did not think you were going to come up with an answer for that one. Oh, well, good. I'm glad I have an answer for the assignment. Today, but <laughs> All I was right. talking to my wife about it, letting her know I'm on hold, and she's actually way better at it than I am, so I'm going to pass it over to her. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, they were All perfect right. for each other, aren't they? <laughs> they sure uh, are. Yeah, we are. Here she is. All right. Okay. Guys, this is my first time on K-Rock. I'm, I'm pretty excited and a little bit nervous. You need, to get, okay? a, you need to get away from Matt immediately. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, here's Matt- the big question. <laughs> You know, Old Testament or New Testament? Yeah, uh, we got to go King James version. I think we go old. Yeah, let's do let's do old Matt's wife. Do you do you mind? Oh, my name's Angela, but you can Angela. call me Matt's wife. I'm totally cool all right. With that. Angela, totally old, all right, old Testament. Here we go. Go. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First Samuel, Second Samuel, First Kings, Second Kings, First Chronicles, Second Chronicle, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Son, Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Michael, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi. What was the last one? <laughs> Malachi? Oh, uh, we call Maybe it Malachi. Malachi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Angela, you are incredible. Thank you for the call, and thank you for being on K-Rock for your first time ever. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. First, Allie is here with what's happening on a Monday. Well, we found out last month a spokeswoman for the actor, Matthew Perry, said that he underwent an operation in Los Angeles and was grateful for the concern and asked for continued privacy as he heals. But the exact nature of the illness was not disclosed. Well, we now know that Matthew Perry has spent three months in the hospital following surgery to repair a ruptured bowel. Oh, look who he grew up to be, like one of the most famous white people ever. 
Well. Wow. Yeah. How was that kept a secret for three months? I don't know. But on Friday, he tweeted that he was still in the hospital. He tweeted, three months in a hospital bed. Check. It was his first tweet since March. And this article says that a punctured bowel or gastrointestinal perforation Mm. can occur along any point in the wall of the gastrointestinal tract, including the stomach, small intestine, large intestine. Symptoms include severe abdominal pain, and experts say that a three-month bedridden recovery is normal given his condition. Three months? (gasps) Wow. But Jennifer Aniston's okay, right? She seems to be all right. Okay, good. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Except for, for her dry eye. Except for that. Yeah, she does have very dry eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I've not noticed that. <laughs> Something that she sells that drops. Oh, okay. For her eyes because gotcha. they're real dry. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so remember about a month ago, Ariana Grande did that interview where she said that her grandfather had changed her last name to Grande. Why are you bringing this up again? Yeah, because it's back Ariana in the news. Grandi? It's back in the news because this another... Is the one that you, this is the story that you guys won't give me an apology on? No, because you think you're right and you're not because here's the thing. So some new DJ put out a clip of her saying just that. Right. But didn't include where she says, oh no, my grandfather changed it, blah, blah, blah. So all these people that didn't see the story the first time are like, oh, we've been saying it wrong this whole time instead of listening to the full explanation looking at you kevin and bean listeners that keep sending this story in but it i do also... find it funny let me just interrupt for a second mm-hmm. i do find it funny when somebody goes i don't know what to think now kevin may have been right right ali is on it like i'm that, like man. no she's, she's not gonna indeed have he is not right all is normal with the world let's all understand that but... a tweet is up four seconds by the time she responds <laughs> it's like a, it's like a giant game of whack-a-mole. <laughs> like, well, take it easy. Let him think I'm right for five minutes. No, I can't. It's the downside. I'm trying to help them because oh, it has messed up their day, like, just thinking that it's possible. That gotcha. you were right this whole time. Here's why I bring it up. Because this video prompted somebody to then tweet, well, we pronounce Chrissy Teigen's name wrong all the time. And she, quote, tweets it and says, word, gave up, gave up a long time ago. And then she wrote, last name is Tigan, not Tegan. What? And people are like, but wait, what? what, what?" Here, let me have her explain it to you. I'm tired of living this lie. It's Tigan. Isn't it, Mom? Yep. (laughs) I told you, it's Tigan. So then people are responding to her. What's happening there? What are they doing? But wait, when you say it, it's Tegan. And she writes, I know. I even correct people when they say it correctly. It's all very effed up. But this is my favorite of her responses. She said, I don't correct people ever. They can call me Janet. I won't. Wrong order? I'll eat it. Taxi going to the wrong airport? I'll change my flight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I hear the clip again with her mom? Yes. I'm tired of living this lie. It's Tigan. Isn't it, Mom? Yep. Her mom is on storage wars. (laughs) Is that what that was? Yep. No, but this sounds Sounds exactly like like it. (laughs) Exactly. Well, she's in the background, like in the kitchen. Chrissy's laying on the couch. So she's yelling it from far away. But she does sound like she's on storage wars. So... She So people say her name wrong all the time, even when she goes out on television appearances and stuff like that, and she never says to the booker or whoever, 
hey, uh, it's Tigan. She just lets it roll. She lets it roll, and she introduces herself as Chrissy Teigen. Because that's how everybody else pronounces it. It's on her at this point, right? Yeah, totally. Crazy. What? Or Conspiracy Alley. Oh. Oh. Chrissy Teigen is messing with us. Such a troll. Yes. That this would be brilliant for her just to be this like. Does sound like on brand. Absolutely, what <laughs> I am saying, and it's spelled T E I G E N. I know that doesn't matter, but it it would be spelled Teigen if it was correct. Right, Mom. My brain hurts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be very her to do this, you know and I, I respect it. I think you're right. I think yeah. she's trolling. I do. Because there's no way she spent the last 15 years of being a famous person and having every single person say her name wrong. No way. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's Unless crazy. maybe she got to a point where it just wasn't worth right. correcting. Just go with it. Who cares? Yeah. Very funny, though. I like it. I like she's, it all. Uh, she's delightful, isn't she? She is a funny, clever, mm-hmm. sharp, smart woman. And it's Ariana Grande, right? Okay. Oh, the mom agrees. Okay, Kevin. At least she's sticking least, with it. At least Chrissy Teigen Tiger is all of those and a supermodel too. By sure, the way, sure, there's yeah. yeah. Appears to be a really great mom, mm-hmm. great, uh-huh. great wife, great uh, wife. Yeah, she cooks like a demon. Has cookbooks out. I mean, she is a bitch. She does it. <laughs> she all. does everything right. Oh man. All right, some birthdays for you: Phil Jackson, Boz Lerman, Flo Rida, and. Cassandra Peterson, who we found out is who? Yes, Kevin. That's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. Kevin, were you with uh, Andrew Siciliano on the Red Zone on a DirecTV yesterday? Uh, was I with him? No. Yeah. I mean, did you watch him? Oh. Were you watching him? Uh, I did not because oh. I went to the game. Because you went to the Rams game, mm-hmm. right. I understand there was a disaster early on. Andrew, is it true you dropped your coffee early in the broadcast? <laughs> Good morning, guys. It was... Um... <laughs> It was an affront against humanity. It was horrible. I was uh, I just walked into the studio. Hi, Ellie, as well. And um, it was like 6.50 a.m. And I had a massive five-shot Starbucks Americano. And uh, I'll be honest, I was trying to do the social media thing as well and trying to do like an Instagram video. And I dropped it and spilled all over the floor. It's my fault. Andrew, oh. can I just uh, uh, take a break in one second and just say, hey, uh, yeah. Bean. Yeah. How much can you care about this? I'm just saying, Andrew has and a routine. Why? Andrew has a routine that he sticks to meticulously, yeah. and that's why he's been so successful 15 seasons in. Mm. And if one little thing goes wrong, I know that that would put off my entire day. I would think, oh, great. This is the way it's going to be today? Because he had a lot of broadcasting still to go. Right. He just showed up, and that's how he starts his day. I'm just, I'm proud of you for recovering and being able to go on with the show, Andrew. Thank you. It was, um... It was a rough day. Honestly. I know it was. Hey, can we talk Coffee football? Sent me back. I got cranky immediately. <laughs> I have sympathy for Andrew, Kevin. I'm sorry if right. you don't care about him as a friend. I don't care about his coffee, no. All right. Speaking of football, nobody's talking about the Chargers win yesterday because they are talking about one of the strangest things that's ever happened in the NFL. Andrew, you've probably spent a little more time with Devontae Davis' story than we have. We talked about it first thing this morning. What do we know about a player who quits at halftime, puts on his street clothes, and drives away? Remember an office space with with the line, I don't like my job, but I don't think I'm going to go anymore? Right, right. Oh, yeah, yes. you mean you're going to quit? No, I just don't think I'm going to go anymore. Right. <laughs> and Vontae Davis has played 10 years. He's been a pro bowler. Right? He's played for the Dolphins. He's played for the Colts. He's a good player. He's the brother of Vernon Davis, the tight end who's lasted forever, the guy that plays now for the Redskins. 
Mm-hmm. And at halftime, or I guess late in the second quarter, he just made this decision, I don't want to do this anymore. And he but got not to the meaning, locker room at halftime. Not meaning the game. No. Nope. Meaning his NFL career. No. Nope. Yep. It was a home game. He just went home at halftime. Is he crazy? Has he done stuff like this before? No. He's he never been anyone that that acted erratically. Hey, look, there's part of me that says this is a violent game. You guys have been on the field. Every tackle feels like a car crash. And I mean that. That's not an exaggeration. Every tackle feels like a car crash. Right. Mm -hmm. There's part of me that says, hey, dude, hats off to you. You just decided you got a Mm. wife and kids that I don't want to do this anymore. However, the other side of it is you could at least finish the game. Everyone's like there are a bunch of players that went on Twitter last night and said, no, that's not retiring at halftime. That's quitting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to uh, Petros Papadakis talk about this, and he said not only do you not quit at halftime, but if you sign up for the season, basically you owe your teammates to play out the season the best you can. It's not just a one-game thing. No, and he wasn't even active. He signed a one-year $5 million contract in the offseason. He wasn't active week one. They they decided not to dress him. I don't know if he was bagged up or not, but he didn't dress. So this was his first game. His first half of a game. <laughs> he, he made it. He made it through two and a half quarters. It um, is one and a half quarters. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's. I mean, but it's. It's rare that something happens you've never seen in football before. And right. The, the other weird part about it is that he didn't, from what I heard, didn't say anything to anyone about it. No. Left. Uh, he didn't really tell anyone. And they asked the coach Sean McDermott after the game, "Who's got enough problems?" I mean, teams have been blown out in two games. Right. And he said he told us he was done. He didn't want to do this anymore. Okay. All right. Fair he enough. Just went home. Well, I hope I he's. I hope he's okay. That's one sure, of the weirdest yeah, things yeah, that's awesome. ever happened. Yeah, I'm sure. And I know they got some money things to work out with uh, bonuses yeah. and everything. All right, let's hit a couple of games real fast, uh, Andrew. I think the most. Imp- am I wrong about this? Perhaps the most impressive team in the on the on any field yesterday was our Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I mean, Todd Gurley, look, here's the, the the Rams have not only shut out the opponent in six straight quarters, they had a you know, back-and-forth first half in Oakland on Monday night, then they blew them out in the second half. They dominated all day yesterday. So they've, they've held the opposition scoreless in six straight quarters. They have actually only allowed the opposition to run four plays in Rams territory in the last six quarters. Yeah. So they're not even getting to midfield. Yeah, I was at the game yesterday, and Arizona didn't even get out of their own half of the field at all. It was crazy. They didn't Until almost the score accidentally. They, they they ran one play in Rams territory. Yes. It was the second to last play of the game. And you get points for that or no? <laughs> no, there are no points for that. Uh, you Kevin was already driving home. The yards into the other part that's painted at the end <laughs> of the field. And why the Cardinals don't put in Manhattan Beach Josh. Manhattan Beach Josh right? is beyond me. Agreed. Uh, just, the, just, just put Josh Rosen in there. The other uh, overriding story of the weekend was, does anybody know how to kick a football anymore? Mm, it was the worst weekend for kickers I've ever seen. And this is the only time that I can ever stand here, although I'm sitting, and say without reservation that with a kicker, the Browns would be 2-0. Whoa. <laughs> they, Whoa. Let's no, not be ridiculous. <laughs> they no, would have no, found no, another no, no, way to lose no, it. No. First of all, they – oh, you're right. They might have. But <laughs> they lead the NFL in takeaways. They have eight 
takeaways. Right. So That's defense. good. Right. They would have won the game in overtime last week. That is a fact if their guy had made the kick in overtime, uh-huh. period. And yesterday they missed an ex- no, two extra points and two field goals, or right? one extra point and two field goals, including a field goal that would have tied it and sent it to overtime at the end. Yeah. I did find it so, funny that they asked the head coach if they were going to have to find a new kicker this week, and he said, I can't answer that until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> they're, already, they're already trying out kickers today. They have to do it fast. They have a game Thursday. Who is the, uh, who is the, uh, the ex-Cowboys kicker that was trending yesterday as being available, and everybody was saying yeah. he's going to get a call from either Cleveland or Minnesota this week dan bailey he may get calls from other teams as well i I tweeted during the day that if i'm dan bailey i put my my phone on do not disturb and just make everyone text me don't answer anything and then last you know maybe have a bottle of wine sunday night and you know sift through the offers and pick one now the issue with him is he might be he might be injured there's kind of a groin thing if if, i don't even know what that means but he tried out for the jets two weeks ago, and the Jets didn't sign him, okay. which would lead you to believe there's something wrong with him physically, but he is by far, if healthy, the best option out there. He, he should make like a dating reality show out of it with these teams <laughs> globbling for his shit. Yes. All right. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to have time for much more, but I just want to hit the Patriots real fast. People should stop freaking out about the Patriots losing a game. They oftentimes lose a game early, right? It's not a big they, deal. They, they did not look great yesterday. Obviously, giving away way too much offense. They are known to occasionally lose games. Yes, they were dominated. Well, not dominated, but they were beaten by a better and more physical team yesterday with a quarterback that at times still looks like he's he's throwing couch cushions in the living room. But <laughs> you know, it they, they they get there. But how about how about Tom Brady and and Josh McDaniel screaming at everyone on the sideline? Yeah, see that? That? Oh, that was some ugly tape, yeah, for reals. Yeah. Uh, red mean, faces he... and angry people and Sweet. Yeah. he should eat a tomato. Right? <laughs> I feel better. There you go. <laughs> All right, Andrew, I'm sure my Seahawks will lose on Monday night tonight, so I don't have to worry about watching that, right? No, they might win. They might oh, win. they might. They're playing oh. the Bears, though. Hmm. Uh, okay. No, no, they might. I mean, they have no one on defense. I mean, you could play linebacker today. They might need you. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, can I you might fly out to Chicago. That would be idea. awesome. Yeah, Andrew is, is the host of the NFL Network's Up to the Minute and DirecTV's Red Zone channel, and he joins us Mondays at this time to recap the weekend. Hey, uh, be careful with that coffee, man. I don't want to see something like that go down again, all right? My hand is shaking right now. All right, Andrew. Thank you, brother. Bye now. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Omar Khan joins us in the studio. Hey, Hey, Omar. How are you? How are you? 
understand you you had a uh, death-defying experience on the road this weekend. I did. Uh, it was Thursday. I was uh, I was uh, leaving work, and uh, my little fuel light goes on. Right. And thanks to Kevin now, <laughs> it's you're such an a-hole because there's a lot of people now on the streets, when they see that light go off, they just scoff at it. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's a ridiculous light. You don't need that kind of warning. So... I don't like getting gas in the afternoon. I always get it in the morning. That's just my my thing, okay? Why? Because so, of the heat? No, no. It's Why? just it's, it, I have no rhyme or reason, okay. okay? That's that's how I that's how I roll. So, I'm part of the zero club probably once a week. Because you are. Oh yeah. So, I know Well, that, you're a dumbass then. Listen, Bean. Why do you need that stress in your life? Listen, Bean. stress. It's really being alive, Bean. I understand (laughs) that I am a grown-ass man, and I I understand that I am a huge dumbass, okay? Okay. Okay? Let's all just take that for granted, okay? (laughs) Okay. All right. You're a dumbass. Okay. So, I know I have about... Four, so my light goes on. I have forty miles, Mm -hmm. okay, to, to zero. Right. But I know because I'm part of the zero club. Of course. I could go about another 20 miles after that, okay? So the light goes 20's on. 20 questionable, but okay, go ahead. Well, that, that's what I think, okay? Like, like I'm basing that on nothing okay, because good. I am a dumbass. Good. So I leave work. Light goes on. I have to travel about 50 miles to home. Okay. I got to go pick up Zoe uh, from uh, daycare at 1230. I'm running a little late. So That's how it gets you always is that you need gas. <laughs> yeah. Running late, maybe you can make it. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So, so, so I'm on zero. And I still have about 10 miles to go. So I was like, I can't get gas. I don't want to be late picking up Zoe. I was like, I can make it. Okay. So 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 I'm going and, and, and I pick Zozo up. You got her up on time, but she had to push the car. So, 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 so. By the way, fa- how many uh, famous last word stories have involved the last thing a person ever says? I can make I it. I can make yep. it. Okay. So, so I'm on zero. I'm driving now for maybe... Uh, 10 miles, 12 miles. Nice. I turn off the AC because I hear the AC, uh, if you have it on, it uses a little extra gas. Right. Oh. So so now I'm doing the thing where um, you're pressing on the gas, but you coast. You press on the gas and you kind of coast a little so I could conserve gas. Right. And I, I could get... be wrong here, but I think rolling down your windows uh-huh. actually uses more gas because it's putting like almost like draft on the car. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's why it's why uh, swimmers shave, okay. right? Yes. So it's a hot summer day. I get Zoe in the car. I almost like, let's go get some gas, okay? We're going to the gas station. I'm on fumes at this point, right? right? I'm panicking. Zoe's hot. We get to the gas station. I pull in. Uh-huh. Everything's all cool, okay? Right. All right. I go and I try to um, pull the little latch for the gas. Right. <gasps> My gas lid doesn't open, guys. I'm at the gas station. Has this ever happened before? It's never happened before. So I hop on my phone. First of all, I'm there trying to, you know, mess up with the lid. I try to get a little key in the the gas lid. It's not opening. Right. I hop on my phone to see if this is a thing. This happens to Hondas from time to time. Is that right? I don't have AAA. I live about two miles away from the gas station. You can do it. So... Exactly. So, 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 so oh, it was like no. little YouTube tutorials of how to fix your gas lid. I uh-huh. was like, you know what? I could make it home and oh, then come back. No. Pop, you know? So I go home. I you made to, it home. So, so I made it home. Yes. I made it home. And I literally have to take apart like the seat and uh, part of the uh, the floor to get to, to uh, the little wire. That Are that... you positive you know where the gas tank is? Listen, listen, listen. Okay. So I take everything apart and the wire is broken. There's no fixing this thing. Right. So. I have to YouTube another thing, and I have to take my trunk apart because the little two things are connected. Because if you pull 
it up, it's for the gas lid. You push it down, it's it'll pop up in the trunk. Okay. Okay. So I'm there. I'm taking everything apart. It's hot as balls. Zoe is there. Just just come on, Dad. Come on, Dad. Oh, she's not still locked inside the hot car, right? No, no, no. She's just okay, there. She's there. She's kind of she's like, just my, there little, she's like my, my assistant at this point. She's got and a little pipe, and she's so just watching have, her dad. I have everything apart. I can't get the gas lid open. I'm like, are you kidding? I see this little wire, and I just, I'm frustrated at this point, and I yank. And and luckily, the, the lid pops open. What? Okay, It the worked? Lid, it worked. The lid pops open. I try. I get Zoe in the car. We got to go get some gas. Try, try it, try it. Doesn't, doesn't work. It won't even start. It won't even start. Oh, I'm no. like, are you kidding me? So then I do the little push on the gas thing, sure. try to bleed the line or whatever. You're and not then, bleeding the line, but yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And then, especially and then, not with your daughter around. <laughs> and then, oh. and then, wow. And then it kicks on. It did. It kicked it on. Worked. And I was like, oh my god. Okay. So then, so, so we're, we're going to the, we're going to the gas station. And as soon as I pull into the gas station, the car dies. And y- did you coast, I coast right it in? in? Oh, look at yeah! that. Zero club, zero club for life. I mean, come on. It doesn't get any better than that. Are you kidding me? Is that unbelievable or what? Now, running out of gas, pulling into the pump is the way to go. Oh, my God. That's, you're a baller. Right? Right. So, really? He's a baller? Yes. None of this had to happen. Yeah. So Zozo now respects you more than she ever has before. Much respect. <laughs> this is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Now, why do you always assume that surprises are going to be bad? A percentage of the time. When we say surprise break for Bean. What percentage of the time is it fantastic? It's, uh, okay, I can see your point. Yeah. It's rare. <laughs> but even though we have been telling you this is going to make your day, right. your week, yes. your month, the possibly more, your year. The, see, there's a difference between you and Allie, though. The more you say that, uh-huh. the more I feel like I'm being set up. No. No, you're going to be so happy. Allie, am I right? Uh, totally. And he's looking at me so uh, skeptical no, no, right now. I'm still a skeptical. <laughs> I just know being the further he goes one right. direction, it's the right. opposite. No, you are, you are going to love this. Okay. Okay. It has been years in the making. You know, there are some white whales out there, some guests that you always dream about having on the show. And for whatever reason, circumstances don't allow that to happen. Years have gone by, Kevin. But we do have a mystery guest on the phone that's going to make your whole day. <laughs> Why is Ellie filming this? I just want to see your reaction forever okay. and ever. Mystery guest, what do you have to offer our friend Kevin? <laughs> this is, is this... Is this the hand is farter? Is this the hand farter? Yes, it is! <laughs> How are you guys doing? Jerry! Oh, my God. This is like Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) This is so awesome. Jerry Phillips from Troy, Michigan, is the manualist on YouTube. He, we, we affectionately refer to him as the hand farter, and we've been playing his songs for years on the Kevin and Beach Show. Didn't we try to track him down a bunch for of different... For years? Yeah. For years. So what happened, Jerry? How come our requests fell on deaf ears all the previous years that we've tried to get you on the show? Well, no one ever really got a hold of me, number one. Okay, and, but uh, other than that. <laughs> He's well, like, I'm not psychic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Somebody got a hold of me and said that you were looking for me. 
Uh-huh. And uh, so I made a phone call, and here I am. That's and here so you bizarre. are. Well, there's that uh, that six year time delay to Michigan. You know, <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we do play this <laughs> song all the time. I mean, it's really a tour de force. I wanted to have you open Acoustic Christmas, play it on <laughs> April Foolish, or something. <laughs> um, well, it, it, anything, it, anything you want, because uh, I owe you guys big time. Uh, You're the ones who get me on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, is that a fact? Really? So we put you in touch with Jimmy Kimmel. That's amazing. And and you performed on his show? Yes, I did. Oh, that must have been a blast. Okay, I wait. I feel like you could have gotten a hold of him through Hold Jimmy. On. Hold on. When was that? When did you go on Jimmy's um, show? August, August 31st of 2007. Oh, it's only 11 oh, years right. ago. <laughs> I was thinking we should have noticed, but no, maybe not. So, Jerry, you know, we Paul, were so... You know, right? How should I feel? <laughs> we're so fascinated. Um, how did it all start? How did you become the world's greatest hand farter? <laughs> well, I was nine years old, and uh, a photographer at a, at a uh, party to keep us kids quiet made one noise, which was... And uh, everybody tried, and I was the only one who could do it. And within a few weeks, All I got notes. All of a sudden, you're a local hero. Them. So I gotcha. now, you know, you're talking about 40 years now. Wow. Or almost, almost 50 years. What am I thinking? Wow. That's I'm amazing. Now, I was nine, so 49 years. How many songs do you know, Jerry? Any song, period. What? Oh, come on. I, I mean, only got I... 172 videos on YouTube of the hardest music. By the way, uh, really, really he uh, Jerry's not lying. Listen to this. Eye of the Tiger, Take on Me, uh, Sweet Child of Mine, <laughs> um, Stairway to Heaven. I mean, uh, you just go hot butter, popcorn. Uh, you got, you got, uh, you just go on and on and on. Now, is this something you do for fun in your off time, or only when you're called upon to perform? Well, I don't uh, really go out and do it anymore. Uh, like at the bars when I was a kid, I mean, I was 16 years old, and I started playing and. And uh, they brought me up when I was 16. So. Kind of like a fake ID guy in there. Just <laughs> I'm just here for the fun. <laughs> um, have, have you ever been able to make any money off of it as a performer? Have people hired yeah, I, you I for... Traveled. I traveled the world for uh, a good amount of time. Uh, I went to Australia and Japan and uh, uh, Argentina and Europe a bunch of times. Wow. And, uh, Crap, we're so, so bad I, I at tracking people down. <laughs> <laughs> I have TV commercials. Uh, I was up for best commercial of the year, uh, I mean, for 2007 or eight, And, uh, I mean, it's just a lot of things. A lot Did of you things. ever go on America's Got Talent? Uh, no. Why not? That would be perfect for you. He already has a it, career it, beat. He it, doesn't need that. They don't like that kind of thing, as you can see. If anybody who's ever tried, they won't give you a chance. So, oh, really that's heartbreaking. Really they, they are hand farter discrimination. That is that is that is un-American as far as I'm concerned. So, in your okay. real life there in Troy, what do you do, Jerry? Uh, we have a store, a sporting goods store. Okay, sporting goods store. And do you sometimes entertain the uh, entertain the customers when they're in there? People come in because they know uh, they've seen me on YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they come in and they, they say, I just wanted to stop by to say I really like your stuff. And what's like, wow, what's the big request? What's the number one request? Oh, uh, any song that comes to their head. I mean, I can play any song there is. So Brickhouse, Commodores, I- go. Commodores? Brickhouse. Brickhouse, can you do that one, Jerry? Yep. Go. <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> this is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> well, Jerry, now that we have a phone number on you, would it be possible? How, how bad are we? The guy put up 172 videos. <laughs> I know. I know. the world. Yes. Was on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> right. And we couldn't find him. We couldn't find him. Right. Unreal. That's, wow. that's a level of quality on this program. <laughs> would, would it be possible for you down the road, if we were to figure out a way to coordinate it with your schedule, to have you come out and perform at one of our events? Is that something you'd be interested in, Jerry? Sure, I would. I'm sorry? Sure, I would. Okay. Okay. Right. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Now. How was that for a surprise, that's Kevin? Did, the best did we thing oversell that's ever it? That's the best thing that's ever <laughs> happened to me. I, I I sense that Kevin has a bunch of your songs in his car that he listens to <laughs> driving back and forth to work, Jerry. That's how much of a fan he is. So this is a very big deal for him. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm honored. Oh, well, All right. We're going to get you on one of our shows. I'll tell you that now. That's great. All right. All right. Thank you so much for uh, getting back to us in a timely fashion. We very much enjoyed uh, talking to you, and we'll see you again soon. All right, man? Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Th- thank yeah. you, the manualist. Wow. That's the dude. How you do you are feel? welcome. Wow. Yeah. Life-changing. Life-changing. Yeah. What do I do now? I- <laughs> You've already peaked. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. As popular as the Adult Swim lineup has been for so many years now, I'm almost surprised they haven't done a festival like this before, aren't you guys? Yeah, it sort of feels like it does in at Comic-Con. They have a yeah, whole, yeah, they yeah. definitely have a presence, yeah, yeah. sure. Well, this is going to be in downtown L.A. October 6th through the 7th, Adult Swim Festival. You can go to adultswimfestival.com for tickets. And it has uh, so much going on, including musical acts like Run the Jewels, comedy acts like Hannibal Buress, and also the Rick and Morty, the 10th best sci-fi show of all time, Musical Rick Experience, they call it. Allie, what's this game called? It's called Real Episode, Fake Episode. Real Episode, oh, fake episode, ooh, oh. One is real, the other's fake Come on, play, it's a piece of cake Real episode or fake episode Come on and show us what you know Real episode, fake episode Alright, the uh, callers are on the line It sounds like they're going to have to choose Which episode is the real title of a Rick and Morty episode Exactly, I'm going to give you three episode titles Just let me know which one is the real Rick and Morty episode all right, let's begin our first with Adam in Hesperia. Morning, Adam. Good morning. Hey, Adam. Do you know what you're uh, what you're doing here? Yes, I do. All right. Tell me which one is the real Rick and Morty episode. Is it Big Trouble with Dave Sanchez, Big <laughs> Trouble in Little Sanchez, or Big Trouble with Dirty Sanchez? Big Trouble in Little Sanchez. You are correct. We go. Nicely done. I definitely don't want to see that last one. I know that. No, <laughs> you don't. Let's go to Robert in Signal Hill. Hi, Robert. Hey. How's it going? Good. Thank you. All right, Robert. Tell me, which one is the real episode of Rick and Morty? Is it Ricksty Minutes, Gone in Ricksty Seconds, or <laughs> When I'm Ricksty Four? <laughs> uh, I'll say Gone in Ricksty Seconds. Oh, no, it's Ricksty Minutes. I know. I, I know. I, I wouldn't have known, and I would have guessed the same one, too, by the way, but sorry, not today. All right, Mario in Boyle Heights. Hi. Right? Exactly. And you as well. Exactly. All right, which one is the real Rick and Morty episode? Is it Follow the Yellow Rick Road, White Ricks, or A Rickle in Time? <laughs> 
Tell you something about Mario. He wasn't guessing. He knew that one. He yeah. knows his episode titles. True. Let's go to Jake and Whittier. Hi, Jake. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, Jake. Which one is the real Rick and Morty episode? Is it Tuesdays with Morty, Total Recall, or Private Rick? Total Recall. Yes. Okay. Nice. By the way, are there uh, are there any ladies who watch the Rick and Morty? Uh, um, let's check. Let's go to Lou in Anaheim. <laughs> Hi, Lou. Hi. Oh, hi, Lou. <laughs> you are a lady. You Excellent. surprised us. Okay, great. So you're a big Rick and Morty fan. This is perfect for you. We're playing for Adult Swim Festival tickets. Here's Allie. All right, which is the real Rick and Morty episode? Is it Get Swifty, Night Swift, or Swiffer? I don't even know her. Get Swifty. It is indeed. All right, then we've got time for a couple more. All right, let's go to John in Arcadia. Hi, John. Hey, Johnny Rick. <laughs> Pickle Rick. All right, tell me which one is the real Rick and Morty episode. Is it the Wedding Snatchers, the Wedding Smoochers, or the Wedding Squanchers? The Wedding Squanchers. Yes. This is the best prepared group of contestants ever. The show's awesome. That's why. Uh, Kat in Cerritos, hi. Hi. Kat's a lady, too. Okay, our final contestant, Kat, good luck. (laughs) All right, which one is the real Rick and Morty episode? Is it the Whirly Durly Conspiracy, the Hurly Burly Chronicles, or the Ralph Furley Monologues? The Whirly Durly Conspiracy. Yes, indeed. All right, uh, Adam and Mario and Jake and Lou and John and Kat all in the running. Who wins a pair of weekend passes to the Adult Swim Festival at the Row, DTLA, October 6th and 7th? The winner is John. John. John, John. all right. Congratulations, John. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Enjoy it, and thanks for playing the game. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. All right, Allie, no hand farter this time. I know. So you got all the time you need for what's happening. Real sad about that. I got plenty if you need it. Thank you. Uh I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Sure. Remember when we were talking about Post Malone just having really bad luck? His private jet (laughs) had, you know, some issues. They had to make an emergency landing. It was turning into a real-life final destination. Absolutely, yeah. His Rolls Royce was totaled, and then armed crooks were targeting his home. Lucky for him, he no longer lives there. Unlucky for the person that does live there, got (laughs) pistol whipped. Just a bad situation. Well, apparently, someone seems to think they know why this is all happening. Ah, Conspiracy Alley comes through. Yes. Apparently, Post Malone was hanging with Ghost Adventure star Zach Baggins, and they were hanging around something that's known as the world's most haunted object. It's called, and I'm going to get this wrong, but it's a word in Yiddish called the Dibuk? Dibibuk? It's a Dibbuk box, something like that. Okay. And it's Yiddish for malicious spirit. The box is um, said to have inspired the horror flick, The Possession. So, after downing some beers, Zach says he took off the protective case for the first time ever, and he felt compelled to touch it. And Post Malone freaks out, grabs him by the shoulder, is like, no, dude, no, 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 and gets really freaked out by this whole situation. There's video of this happening. Right. 
But now Zach is saying because he touched the box and Post Malone touched his shoulder, that's enough to trigger a curse. He is cursed by this box. <gasps> bong, bong. Bong, now has, bong. Has anything bad happened to Zach? That was my question, and it's not in this article. Mm. Wouldn't you go to, like, wouldn't he be the host of it? The host of all the bad you would stuff? Think, you'd think so, yeah. <laughs> More so than Post Malone. That's what I'm saying. Or maybe or, Post Malone. What? Hey, it's possible that none of this has anything to do with it. What? Right? Come on, Kevin. No? Okay. We're all having fun here. Okay. I mean, that is two unusual things to have happen in a week. That's for sure. With the plane and the and the Right. Car. But you think it's because a guy opened the box and put his I hand on it? I don't believe so. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's unlikely. <laughs> that was kind of a fun little story, right? Okay. Sure. Yeah. We all had fun for a minute. Sure, it was fun. Kevin ruined it. I ruined it. Sorry. Guys, Willie Nelson fans are super upset with the singer over news that he's not only supporting a Democratic Senate contender, but he's headlining a rally in Texas for him. Willie Nelson announced on his Facebook page that he'll be headlining the Turnout for Texas rally for candidate Beto O'Rourke. He's the one that's running against um, GOP Senator Ted Cruz. People are very upset. Um, They're saying they're done. They will no longer support him after 45 years. Apparently not knowing this whole time that he he Hmm. was supporting Democratic causes pretty much his whole career. I don't know how you could have missed that (gasps) with Willie Nelson. I mean, he's he was ahead of the curve in country music for pot, for marijuana, for same sex marriage. He's been uh, uh, he's always been a liberal guy. That's that's my confusion. Are people just waking up? They're like, wait a minute. I mean, the only thing I'll say in their defense is if you don't read anything about Willie Nelson ever and you only go see him. In, no, no. And you only go see him in concert. You would never know his political affiliation from the stage because he he doesn't. It, the two are not intertwined. Right. Yeah. When he does his shows, he doesn't say anything about it or whatever. He says, I'm just about the music. But if you ever pay the slightest bit of attention beyond that, you've got to know this is where he's coming from. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, just that. The braids, the hair. He's a damn hippie. Right. That didn't tip you off. <laughs> I watched the, uh, you know, the objectified show that Harvey Levitt does on Fox News. Yep. I watched the Willie Nelson episode. I have never seen Harvey so starstruck by anyone in my life as he was by Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson seems like one of those guys that, even if you don't love his music, you mm-hmm. just go, that's Willie F. Nelson. I got He's the coolest guy yeah. in the world. Yeah. And he's 85 and still out there doing it. Yeah. Wow. Was Harvey high? Get him, get him high. Um, they were, you know, they talked about it. There was a lot mm-hmm. of marijuana stuff in the bus, but uh, I don't think Harvey himself was smoking, no. Mm. I got news for you. I was in Merle Haggard's bus. You walk on that bus, you are high You're within a second. smoking just by walking yeah, in? Absolutely. Harvey was soups high. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, at the ripe old age of 74, actor Gary Busey is gearing up to release his debut single. All right. Yay! The two-song single includes an original recording called All the Way, as well as a new version of Buddy Holly's Not Fade Away, which Busey originally covered in the 1978 biopic The Buddy Holly Story, which he received an Academy Award nomination for for Best Actor. It's interesting. It says that Busey began his career as a session drummer before transitioning... You're right. Into acting. So has he just had the music in him this whole time? He's been suppressing it. And now he's like, listen, I'm 74. Let's do this. It's time to let it all out. Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. If you're like me, you like talking to things. Mm-hmm. Hello, lamp. <laughs> Hello, pants. There you yeah. go. 
I mean, if anything, we need a spoken word album, right? Agreed. Hold on, I've got some more Gary. No good, please. There will be no food fights, no water fights, no dog fights, although there will be surprises that come even unexpected by me. So sit back, get everything you need to get from the kitchen. Be sure and empty the bladders, go to the bathroom, because you're in for a hell of a ride. I can't wait. I mean, I, I understood what he meant by empty the bladders. Right, you didn't you have didn't to qualify to... that with go to the bathroom. We got it. We got it. And Bean, I, I'm sorry if this is the first you're hearing of it, but Uh-oh. Italy's first and only sex doll brothel has been shut down by cops. This is infuriating. Yeah, this is just nine days. <laughs> nine days after it opened. Why are people getting so bent out of shape yes. about people using sex dolls? Well, the establishment allegedly violated laws relating to renting accommodations. I mean, a likely excuse. That's just what they got him yeah, for, exactly. right? That's going after him, trying to find a, any kind of technicality. Here's uh-huh. the sentence I didn't love. Authorities are also investigating whether the quote, silicone sex workers, which police seized in the raid, are cleaned properly oh, after they are no. used. Nope. No. Uh, and, you know, there, no. There's, a, there's a list of products that you really should deal with new instead yeah. of used. Yeah. And I think this may be one of them. Yeah. So mm. they just didn't want that business in that neighborhood, so they figured out some sort of BS rent violation. Sure. It sounds like. Uh, yeah. But according to this um, article, it says apparently brothel owners say that the dolls get a two-hour cleanup after each client. What kind of clients... Two you hours. Have th- that's like a, a Silkwood shower. That's lying. Is <laughs> that, what that is, is totally There's lying. There's no way they get a two. Uh, it's Look. a rinse out if it's anything. Oh, yeah, they, we got it, Kevin. They may dip them in the sink. That's about it. Kevin's like, I think what, you, you open it up and you get a hose. If anything, you just we hose got it. Down. it. That's it. Okay. <sighs> so who knows if it will open back up? But I'm sure, as Bean knows, it's ninety dollars for half an hour. Sure. So. Yeah, but you can you can buy uh, three days worth and get a discount. What? Cheaper per session. Okay. Now oh. that I know, how would oh, I know? How okay. many sessions per day? Oh, that I don't know about. Okay. People are really uh, out of whack about this. The coming sex robots, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Being is strangely in favor of them. Well, I am right. very right. much yes. in favor, right. but too much. Because it's yeah. pers- because it's per- it doesn't affect it's anybody else. It doesn't mm-hmm. affect anybody else. This is one of those things where people are trying to object. They think it's icky, so they don't think other people should be able to do it. And that drives me crazy. He would like to say he wants to use it, and why do you care? That kind of hypocrisy drives me crazy. That's all. Okay. So there you have so it. So that happened. All right. Moving on to some birthdays. Cassandra Peterson. Elvira, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Phil Jackson, Baz Luhrmann, and Flo Rida. And that's what's happening. I was going to ask, what's up with Flo Rida? You stupid. Smile. Thank you, Ellie. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. on K-Rock. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Emmy highlights. They are on tonight. Uh, we're going to talk to My- Michael Snyder from IndieWire and Variety about that same topic. And we've got the comedian Christopher uh, Titus joining us oh, in yay. studio. Very excited about that. And your tickets for Not Scary Farm Takeover tomorrow morning. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.